we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, um, before we get into anything today, uh, we've got New York Housewives news. We've got all of our shows. But Eddie, why don't you give me an update of how you're doing? Because I haven't seen you in a couple days. And uh, not by choice. Not no, by choice. no, no, not by choice. I mean, as far as you know. Okay. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Eddie, you've been through a lot the last couple of days. Why don't you share with everyone what's going on with you? Well, um, I somehow I feel completely <laughs> fine, but somehow I've contracted COVID, um, <laughs> which is so annoying. I don't mean to laugh. It's just because you have, you were so smug for a while being like, I avoided it. I, I well, got so, yeah, double vaxxed like, and boosted and it's I got, not going to happen to me. I just decided to then... get tested out of caution and the test came back detected and I was like, this can't be right. So I got tested again and it came back again. So now I'm just doing those stupid COVID lollipops at my house every day until they come back negative. But, but like, you feel completely fine, yes? I feel, feel fine. completely fine. Okay, good. I'm glad. So I'm just going to take the, since I have no symptoms, I'm asymptomatic. I'm just going to take the, the five days and test uh, again, and then you'll be back to normal life. What I'm have really you been doing in isolation? <laughs> Nothing. I've just been working out. I ate pizza, which I don't usually do because, you know, I'm gluten problems. Um, yeah, it put you in a coma, right? Yeah, and I can't, it put me in a coma. But, like, I can't watch any of our shows besides Bravo because, like, we got to watch them. So I'm just been, I don't know. I've just been really, it's been hard. And I, and I know people go through so much worse and like, it can't be that bad, but like, it's been tough. Well, you're a very social person and you like being outside and you like doing, you like going out and doing things and being active and you have to kind of sit still and like, let this take its course. So I, I know that's tough on you. I feel bad. (laughs) I would have been more, you know, present, but, um, as you know, my parents are on their way to New York, so I gotta make, and they have all these plans, so I have to make sure that I you're stay safe away from you. No, which I makes know. me sad because like we hang out all the time. So, I mean, yeah, I was. I what was have I been for, doing? I was there for you, and you had COVID. And now look how the tables. Well, have yeah, turned. That's, that's what's so crazy though is that like you were around me hours before I found out that I had it, and then you, but you never tested positive. You were totally fine. So. I think this is just your time because, you know, at this point, we all know that everyone's going to get it, whether they know it or not, whether they're asymptomatic or not. So I think this, this was just your time. And so, you know, I, honestly, it's good that you got it. Um, the, you know, the vaccines are working because you feel fine. So, you know, in a day or two, this will all be a distant memory for you. I'm, I'm done talking about this. We're moving on. <laughs> and, OK, so to cheer you up, why don't we talk about we have a, we have quite a bit of New York City Housewives news. So why don't we just jump into that first? OK, let's do that. Well, th- the big news was last week when Luann, of course, got off her drunken ass and was like literally causing a scene in Manhattan. Okay. Sad I missed okay. it. OK, let's be a little nicer. What? I mean, here's well, here's how might not be like, nice. The story no, is know. she literally was saying f you to people. Tried to take over a cabaret bar because she was drunk off her ass. I 
I know. But and honestly, I was like, do we cover this? Do we not cover this? But the fact that she made a statement and everyone else on the planet has covered it, I was like, no, we have to talk about it. Um, her what what got me was her 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 statement because it was you know she goes, I'm going through a tough time, and she goes, life is crazy, or she she said something like, life is a roller coaster exclamation point. It just it it really made me laugh. Um, I feel like she was on Watch What Happens Live, literally this week though, wasn't she? I think she was, which is like with she Margaret. Said she was, yeah, and she said she was going to like. I think rehab. She said she was getting help. I don't know what, but like I am taking everything with a grain of salt at this point with Luann because like, let's be real. I've, I've, we've known she's been drinking since she got out of the jail. Like, let's be real. This is not, this Honestly, is not news. It's, that is, that is true. I, I, I feel like, I feel like she's been just she's, uh, good at, at hiding it. But I yes. think that since this was so public, she now has to, you know, reconcile with her behavior. And that's the thing. When I watched the video, I was like, damn, it, it's worse than what I thought. It, it She's, she's just screaming at people, telling them to fuck off. Uh, really just wants her moment on the mic. So, uh, you know, and th- for this to come on the heels of the other news this week, which is that New York housewives, are coming back, but it's going to be very different. And I actually, I think we agree on this, that I love this new idea that they have where what's going to be happening is Andy talked to Variety this week and he let them know that there are going to be two different New York Housewives franchises. One is going to be the continuation of the Real Housewives of New York, but they're completely recasting new fresh cast, a new group of women who are friends and they want it to represent like, you know, the rainbow multicultural diverse you know landscape of new york but then they're also gonna do like roni legacy which is like our our og ladies a smattering of women from across the years which honestly like i'm thrilled i i don't know about you i think it's great because i think it's gonna be we can it can be what we want it to be for both things you know in with roni we can kind of go back to this show of like we're getting a new fresh cast we're getting a new story it's kind of like, and just like that, we're going to just bring in a fresh few new characters from oh all the bur- all the boroughs. Uh, but I also think it's going to be nice to have this Peacock show that's going to be these like legacies of these ladies. And I've heard a couple of different things now about who's coming and who's not. So it actually looks like from OG cast, it looks like Sonia and Luann might be the only two returning. Ramona fizzled out as we kind of figured was going to happen eventually. But then we have Aviva is in the rumors to come back. Kelly Benson. No way. Dorinda, Jill Zarin, Tinsley. Jill Zarin and Dorinda and Tinsley. I'm all about, but Aviva that's so, so so the rumor is, is like the five ladies will be Sonia, Luann, Dorinda, Tinsley and Kelly Benson. And then the friends of, or possibly other cast members would be Jill and Aviva. I mean, that's like not bad. That's like not no. bad at all. I I'd be here to see it. I mean, I would love to see Alex McCord back, but we know she's she's down south down in Australia. Down. In Australia, I, I would love some Carol Radzowell, but I don't think she'd ever do it no, because she has she's too many so things to answer it. for. She has too many things to answer for that she doesn't want to deal with. I think. Um, yeah. And we know Bethany's moving out of New York, a.k.a. Connecticut and the Hamptons. So Bethany won't be involved. Who knows? But, uh, Who knows? We'll have to we'll have to sit tight and see. Um, should we get into this week? Yeah, let's get into our, our week of, of episodes. It was like okay, I felt like it was with? kind of a slower week. What do we want to start with? 
It was a little bit. I mean, Jersey, I thought was good. Um, OC was a little bit spicier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I'm still loving old lady gang. Candy and the gang is great. Summer house. I really, I think that was my favorite this week was summer. House. Oh yeah. Summer house summer is house? great. Let's start with summer house. Okay. Uh, okay. Austin. I am so over Austin. I mean, I've been over Austin. You've been over Austin, but I think this week just showed truly how trash he is. Like and beyond. I'm sorry, Lindsay, but like, I can't get on your side just because you want to get your oons oons and you're going <laughs> to ignore everyone else and just oh be so oblivious to me because it's your birthday. It's a little bit selfish. I mean, I get it at the end of the day. It's like, it's my birthday. I want to have fun, but like not at the cost of other people's happiness and just like the house, you know, ecosystem in general, you're disrupting it all. Uh, agreed. And, uh, you know, the fact that she's blacked out, I don't think is uh, helping her much. No. But I'm glad that Daniela and uh, and Paige were really calling him out, mm-hmm. being like, it's ridiculous that these two women are fighting over this piece of crap and no one's going after him. Like, he's the problem. Like, and why? I mean, I love when Paige screamed at him for when Austin was drunk and trying to keep her out of the bedroom. And she was like, "Um, you're a guest here. Uh, you're not going to step to me. You're not going to have an argument with me. You're going to leave. If you're going to have a problem. Like you are this big. I'm way better than you. Like, don't even try me. I was like, yes, Paige. Yes, 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 yes. It was so great. So, you know, you know, after that incident where Paige got this door slammed in her face, I think Craig didn't speak to Austin for like two months. No way. Yeah. He was like, I'm not dealing with him. Well, their friendship is so fair weather. Like I remember the one season of Southern charm I watched, like they were going at each other's throats, like at at the reunion, like they were friendly one minute and then killing each other the next. So I'm not surprised at all. Uh, But yeah, Austin dug his grave, like truly this, this week. And I'm glad Sierra, because I was afraid that Sierra was, you know, because throughout the episode, I thought that she was on her way to seeing the light that Austin was like no good. But then she'd get kind of pulled back in mm-hmm. and he would gaslight her and she would get all confused. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're almost there. Like you're almost home. Like realize that he is bad. And finally, by the end of the episode, based on her confessionals, I feel like she really realized like, oh, I'm better than this. I'm yes. better than him. He's a piece of crap. There's a reason. And what Paige, was, what Paige said was perfect. Like there's a reason why everyone calls you an asshole. And it's because you're an asshole. It's because you are. If someone shows you who they are, I believe them. Um, I hated and I when love he said, Lindsay. I, yeah, I'll go for it. Go. go I said I was gonna say I just hated when he said Mary J. Oblige. Mary J. Oblige me. I was like, really, Austin? Like, really? He's so the, the third time he's made a comment about her race and tried to joke about it. Yes. And she's yes. And she's sort of just sat there and not batted an eye. It's he his he's just so gross. And Lindsay, I love you, but what are you doing? I again, I think that Lindsay takes her birthday very seriously. Uh, which is, you know, very childish, but what are you going to do? And I think that what, I think she just was, I think in real life, she was just slightly irritated about what was going on with Sierra and Austin and unfairly taking it out on Sierra, but then add alcohol to the equation and then add an entire birthday day of Austin playing both sides of the fence and making out with her and being, you know, him, uh, I think that she just lost it at the end. And again, yeah, I, I, I'm not? still team Sierra, but like, I don't think that Lin- I think Lindsay was baited as well. And uh, again, the villain here is Austin. The, the villain the is always going to be Austin. A hundred percent agree. Ugh. Love that Kyle and Amanda didn't really fight this week. That was 
a breath of fresh. I did love honest. him wearing the little elf, the, the fairy ears into bed. I thought that was really silly. I was like, she's like, I'm his costume chains were, or uh, his costume change rather was really good. I'm glad well. he did that. That was great. I also liked the girls kind of amping up and showing Maya that she really is worth something. I think she's been so broken by this relationship and it's mm-hmm. so hard for her to put herself and see value in herself. Like she was saying she was even speaking to her therapist and she couldn't even write down one thing she liked about herself, which, which broke really my heart. upsetting. And the girls were like, well, let's right now, let's just talk about all the things that we love about you. And those are things that you love about yourself as well. And, for them to kind of do that for her. I don't think she's really into this guy. I hundred percent, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I think she was just kind of like letting the ladies, you know, and Daniela be like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go on this, but it doesn't look like the date's going to end up going well next week. I don't think no. she's, I don't think she's ready for this a hundred percent yet. I think she still needs time to heal. And like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? So like, why even mm-hmm. waste your time? Yeah, I think she's in a really tough spot, and I do think she just needs to spend more time in therapy and get herself sorted before she moves forward. And uh, I agree. I love just when Paige and Amanda were just going off and being like, your smile, your personality, like your, your, you know, your clothes, like you're, I, we just, you're so warm and we love you. And it just, it was very sweet. I really, I do think that they really want to be there for her in this tough time. No, uh, I, I think so too. I loved Luke standing up for Sierra and Lindsay as well. Yeah. Like even I, though, I was really, I mean, I was going to say, even though he was like the F boy, like he's really kind of reformed himself. And now he's like, dude, I was in your shoes. Like you can't do this. You he and Carl get it. They understand now. Finally. Be, Finally. Know, <laughs> truly. Well, also one thing about that conversation though, as well, that kind of pissed me off is Austin saying, IDGAF, IDGAF, like, no, it's DGAF, like, you DGAF, like, I don't understand who these people are that, like, haven't used these, like, terms before, like, you know, I, 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 what DGAF means is don't give an F, and so yeah. that's why he was, but he was, like, spelling out instead of saying it, and I was like, what are you, like, Because he's 12? a moron, he is a moron. I'm sorry, that just bugged me, because that, that was gonna be, <laughs> that was gonna be my senior quote, I was gonna say, doing good always and then put an and sign forever so that it looked like if you read just the letters on my senior quote it was going to see d g a f <laughs> but and then i did get this is hilarious i did get an airbrush dgaf tattoo on my stomach like second week of freshman year at lmu oh my god you're and i had trash. i don't know where these photos are but i have so many photos of me like lifting up my shirt my abs look no. great and i'm like tongue out and it just says dgaf on my stomach <laughs> no Again, I'm, uh, I said this before. I'm really glad that we became friends <laughs> later in life. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, Lord. I also, I mean, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that I, I'm, I love Andrea still even more. Like the fact that he wasn't a part of any of this drama yeah. whatsoever. I'm, I'm sorry. My, my love for him grows no matter what you say. I, I mean, I'm really I have, nervous for next week, though, because I really feel I mean, I don't want to see Sierra throw wine in Danielle's face. But I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be wild. I'm I'm very excited to see like an actual fight break out in the house again, because we always have these little tiffs, but we've never seen full on full on housewife level drama. So, yeah. it's going to be great. <laughs> we don't condone violence, but for TV's sake, I'm really thrilled. It's going to I'm really excited for it. <laughs> We're really excited that we're going to see this happening. 
<laughs> okay, should we move on? What should we do next? Candy and the gang, or do you want to go to Housewives first? No, let's go to Candy and the gang, and then we'll knock out our two our two Housewives. Okay, cool. So, I mean, I'm still loving Candy and the gang. I think it is a great show. Me too. This week was all about Philip. Honestly, I feel like there was a couple things, but Philip is kind of the center of the issue for this episode. The old OLG crew members don't feel like Philip is the right fit as their manager. They feel like he's come in, he's bringing in his own stuff. He is kind of trying to run the place and he doesn't give them the respect that they deserve, which at the end of the day, like, yeah, they deserve respect, but they aren't Kings and Queens of this, of this, you know, kingdom. It's Candy's company. She brought in Philip to do the work and he's getting it done. He's not letting people slack off. And I'm sorry, Brian is the worst, but we'll get into that. No, they, that's the thing is that you have to earn respect and the way that you earn respect is, and I, I, I do agree that maybe Philip's delivery is a little harsh and, and he may need to just ease up a little bit. But however, you need to earn respect by showing up on time and being focused on work when you're at work, period. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that Philip was hired to solve. And if he keeps, I mean, that's the thing is Chandrika can say everything that she wants, but she got sent home. And then since then they haven't had a problem. Chandrika's like put her head down and done her work and they, you know, they've had no issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you also don't have a very strong manager in Brandon at all. He's, no. uh, you know, and Don Juan sees that better than anybody. And so I felt for Brian a little bit because, you know, I agree with Brian. Like, well, if Brandon's going to do this and he's the manager, then why can't I? Yeah. But, uh, you know, when they all have that sit down and Brian goes off and saying, well, I'm an eight. What are you? Starts yelling. Starts yeah. What voice. was that it's like, about? What did you expect Philip to do, but to send you home? You can't, behave that way and honestly the one who's right i think is don juan because don juan i think sees it all he sees that everyone needs to show up be on time work effectively and efficiently but also philip has to work on his bedside manner he i think is used to doing things a certain way uh and he does have to adapt a little bit to this new group and to this new atmosphere just a little bit if everyone's gonna get along because there does have to be a positive culture and positive morale at work and and that's kind of what don julio kind of um brings up to philip he was it don julio what did i say is it it don juan or don julio it's don juan don julio's alcohol (laughs) (laughs) okay this is covid brain though this is this is covid brain don't worry it's gonna happen I don't, I don't have COVID. Like, that's the thing is like, I do, but I don't like, I I I don't say this. I am. It's so frustrating because I am completely fine. It's, it's really getting to me. Don't push my buttons today. Your cabin fever. It's cabin fever. You're okay. But anyway, Don Juan, go for it. You had a take. Don Juan (laughs) is right. He shouldn't have to have a mediator. Every time Philip comes into the room, that is a sign of honestly not a great manager. A manager should be able to handle the situations one-on-one unless it escalates to a point like Brian. I think that is a clear escalation. I think Brian needs a mediator, someone who he trusts in the group because he's just going to shut off. And the thing is, at the end of the day, get off your high horse, Brandon, or not Brandon, Brian, so many Bs. But Brian needs to understand that he is an employee. There is a hierarchy regardless of 
tenure, regardless of relationships, regardless of the past, regardless of what you're going through in your personal life. At the end of the day, you're showing up for work and your work life is different. I mean, severance, like let's talk about it, but your work yeah, right? life is different from your personal life. You can't bring that shit in. It's true. I, I am glad though that Candy, when Candy was talking to um, Philip, that she was saying, you know what? Like this is mm-hmm. part of what you need to do as a manager is like, you're a problem solver and you have to find the solution and that's why we hired you. So you at the, at the end of the day, you are the leader and you have to be able to find the solution before the others do. And if you do that, that develops trust and that creates like, you know, that, that creates respect. Um, because, yeah, because I love when she was like, I'm paying you. Like, exactly. at the end of the day, like, I have the final say because this is my restaurant. So just remember that. Um, I will say, I did feel for Brian at the end of the episode when he was sharing, you know, even further more about his struggles with alcohol and drugs and how it got worse with the pandemic and how it's something that he's still actively dealing with. Like, even though he's been so good for so long, it's he's reaching that two-year Mark where like it's you know he he's really fragile still and um to hear about what happened to his sister like just broke my heart I I I can't imagine that happening to me and I think that if he you know I know that he has to be comfortable with everyone at work but the more that he's able to share that with everyone else especially Philip I think that is a bridge that can kind of bring them together like listen I I'm dealing with a lot outside of work and I understand that there needs there needs to be a separation but just to give you some perspective like I'm struggling and being put behind the bar when Dominique doesn't show up on time like that two hours wow I mean come on like I love Dominique but girl get to work on time uh you know that that could that sets my uh, you know, my brain on fire and it, it, yeah, it gets, makes me emotional. And maybe that's why I was so reactive. Like, I feel like maybe we'll see that be the bridge that brings these two people together. I think you're right. What do you want to say about June? So no one likes June. It seems Chandrika's fiance. Everyone seems to have an issue with him. Well, he's just, I, he just seems like a placeholder to, to me. I just feel like Chandrika, I feel like needs someone who, you know, is sort of like is I don't feel like she needs someone similar to her and he just seems very boring and quiet and he feels like it seems like he's ready to start a fight especially with um who was Chandrika yeah with Patrick it just I don't know I, I don't know about him he seems weird also, I was dying at Patrick getting all of like the the heat gel work done by by Safari at her <laughs> clinic, and he was like, "And I invited that chick I used to play around with." And I'm like, "Oh goodness, this is going to be a wild housewarming party, especially with that sex closet he wants to get put in." Yeah, and I also love that she was like, uh, "We don't need a decorator. I'm a great decorator. I have great uh, sense of style and design, so I'm going to do everything." I really like her a lot. Yeah, <laughs> she's so great. do I. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else we missed, but no, again, this is like, this reminded me very much of like season one Vanderpump rules. Like no one wants to do their job. Everyone wants to be on TV. Yeah. It's great. I'm It's good. It's fun. All right. Should we move on to our housewives now? Should we do OC first and then Jersey or Jersey first and then OC? Which, which do you want to see then New Jersey? Cause New Jersey to me was, was, you know, the spicy meat to bowl this week. So okay. Let's, calm let's, down. Let's, let's go to talk about County COVID first. rain. You've been messed up since you've had COVID, sir. I mean, yeah, I don't have, you're my filter and I, I don't, haven't had it for a couple of days. So I'm just like running wild. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. I, I wonder what's gone down over there at that apartment. 
honestly, I've just been cleaning for, for days because <laughs> my parents are coming. Oh, man. Okay, Orange County. Um, again, I think, I feel like this fight between Gina and Shannon is so dumb and, but I feel like it just got worse and got dumber after this, after their altercation at Jen's party. I don't know. I think I'm on Gina's side to be honest, but because Shannon just, I, I love her, but she doesn't make it easy on herself, and she says stuff that's really, really dumb. And yeah, when there, it, when when there's not much of a problem, she creates a problem by getting reactive and and throwing and slinging mud back. It, it's not a good look. But so does but so does Gina. Like Gina's saying, like you like how many friends do you have? Like really, truly, like do you have any friends? <laughs> like Gina, calm down. Like obviously, you know, Shannon has gone through a lot of a lot of shit in the past couple of years, and yeah, Gina has too, but. I think Gina just needs to be honest and say to Shannon, you know what? I mean, she kind of portrayed this, but like, hey, that's what happened with me and Matt happened years ago and I've moved through it. Thank you so much for the help you gave me. I am mm-hmm. eternally grateful, but we got to quit bringing it up. And her getting upset that Heather, like Shannon talked about it in front of Heather kind of annoys me because we know that everyone knows what happened to Gina and obviously Heather had been keeping up to date on all housewives information. So right. You and don't also, think like, that again, she knew. I agree. And Gina, like these women got to get better at saying like when something happens, feedback in the moment is really, really, really useful. <laughs> so yes. like get out of the car and be like, Hey, like, let's uh, like, you know, Heather's into the group. Like, let me be the one to tell her about that stuff, you know? And then boom, problem solved. It's over. Uh, but then, you know, I do think Heather brought up some good points about, you know, you know, Shannon, there is, there are times when it's hard to gauge if you are supportive of people because of what's going on in your own life. Cause like, for example, I thought you were going to call and ask about how the trip was and how the podcast went, but then all you had to say was, well, I want to make sure we're having more fun than them. And then you create this competitive energy. It's like, wait, what's that about? Like, that's so silly. It, it makes us hard. It makes it hard for us to believe that you don't have a problem with our friendship. It's just, it's weird. But then, then Heather and Shannon starts fighting about stuff that happened years ago. I just like it. It's they can't ever just let things live. You know, they can't ever just make up, leave things in the past, and let it go. I don't know why we're bringing up all these old ghosts. I mean, because what else are they gonna bring up? Like, yeah, truly, it's true. And but I'm glad that we're starting to get. I'm glad that. Emily's sort of getting called. Well, first of all, I'm glad that Emily is starting to really show more of an allegiance to Gina and sort of, she's really picking a side this time. Okay. She's not playing both sides and she's not stirring the pot. But I also do love that Shannon is starting to realize, oh, Emily has been stirring the pot and playing both sides this whole time and it hasn't been making things better. So I'm kind of glad that that's getting stirred up, to be honest. I'm glad that That we're going to flush that out. Because I think both of them need to get, a smack for that. Emily and Shannon equally. Yeah. I mean, Emily has been really, really being messy this season, but you know what? But Good we, for we her. need, we need her. We need a Lisa Renna. You know what I mean? We need a potster, at least one. Okay. I want to talk about also speaking of Emily, how that she's afraid to do a vow renewal because of the vow renewal curse. And she re- went through the list and said, Vicky got a vow renewal. Shannon got a vow renewal. Bronwyn got a vow renewal. Like everyone got a vow renewal and split up. 
And that was just OC. I mean, we could go to New York and talk about Ramona. We could go, like we could keep running the gamut. Valvanuals on television are just a recipe for disaster, I think. So, and then for, for, I can't remember what is she calling this? It's oh, uh, they're just doing the wedding photos over. It's like a photo redo. It's like a wedding photo <laughs> redo because she wants to be in her hot self now instead of. I love that's the loophole that we're taking. Like, oh no, it's just a photo, a wedding re-photo shoot. It's like okay, yeah, it's it's a renewal. Let's just be real. So I have a question. Well, at first, before we get into the question, I am so sorry that Noella's father passed. That must be so hard. Obviously, this is like affecting her deeply. I mean, the fact that her son, she said, never got to meet her father and they never got to have that relationship. It's it's heartbreaking to see. But my this is just something I want to say. Did you know Noella had a daughter? <laughs> Wait, What? You're yeah, lying. She, no. No. How old is this child? I she's like older. Like she's <gasps> not no like older way. older like probably like 5 or 6 I want to say. No, she's not. Yes. Where has she been hiding her? In the cupboard under the stairs? Where See, is that's she? That's the thing is like where is this daughter? Is she with Sweet James? No. There's no N- way. No, it the daughter's with a previous relationship, but still. Oh, okay. But still. This and there's kid been has no mention, no mention of her. That, no. See, again, I did. Oh, you're right. I did feel for Noella this episode. Losing your father is horrible, especially since I know the relationship was fraught. But the girl is a psychopath. And the fact that we have not. I mean, that. Did you see my face? Like, what the hell? That is crazy. Do we know the name? I'm looking it up right now because <laughs> I was shocked when I found that out that ridiculous. She has there's a been daughter. no, like not even a single utterance of a daughter. That is shady to me. Maybe sweet Jane or maybe the father, maybe, maybe, you know what though? Maybe to give her, I don't know why I'm getting her. Oh, the daughter's name's Coco and she's seven years old. Okay. So maybe the father though said like, you're not, we're, she's not on the show. You're not bringing her on. You're not talking about her. I mean, you know what? Maybe I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe the husband had a say. But still, that's that's wild that we haven't heard about that until now. I mean, it's I guess I guess it's all over her Instagram. I just was reading an article that someone was saying, oh, did we forget that Noella has a daughter or did anyone know this? And I was like, oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. She ceases to she ceases to amaze. Honestly, I Wow. I mean, I know we're getting near the end of the season. I, I don't know if they're going to bring her back or not. I'd rather they not, but she's a freak. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's just a weirdo. Wild. She's the worst. Um, I thought Jen looked great this episode. Glad to hear that her and Ryan had sex. You know, that's that's good, I suppose. Good for them. Good for their, their marriage, I guess. I know I feel bad we haven't talked about her but again nothing really happened I with mean, her this episode she's doing fine it seems like it seems like she's in a better place obviously she like sometimes when she has the alcohol she gets a little bit too uh loosey-goosey when she was like going around with the laser and being like you need Botox here you need filler here I oh, was lord dying I thought that was actually really funny I'm excited for Aspen I think again yes. get these ladies on a trip Get them on a trip, please. Well, we even saw the five days later, and it's just like Shannon's not Shannon. Like Heather said, she didn't know she was going to go to Cuckoo Town. Like it, it, it's crazy town with these people. Yeah, always, always. But I mean, I also did not hear about Gina's skincare line, but good for her. I mean, I'm sure it's great, fine. 
Who doesn't have I think her, her and Whitney Rose should do a collab. Like, I'm sure 100%. it's already in the works. I'm sure it's an already in the works. Like, Blonde Ambition. I don't know. Ooh. I don't that's know. nice. Thanks. I like that. Call um, the brain. Shall we, <laughs> shall we do the finale? Should we do New Jersey? Yes. Let's talk about our ladies in the big jurors. So okay, big, I want to... It's the big jurors. We, we actually traveled to New Jersey last weekend. Oh my gosh, we did. And Which real was quick, great. real quick, let's just talk about that really quick, even though it has nothing to do with Bravo. Y'all, we went to New Jersey, uh, Long Branch, I guess, is where we got no, off. No, we went uh, to Asbury Park and Deal Park. We had to stop at Long Branch and get an Uber because our tr- we missed our second train to get to where we needed to get to. Right. So Not our we fault. saw a regional production of Bridges of Madison County, the musical with uh, Broadway stars Kate Baldwin and Aaron Lazar. And y'all, we were not prepared for Kate Baldwin's brilliance. Like we, we were not prepared. She, I, it's one, I'm not kidding. It's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen on stage period. Like from Broadway national tour to regional, like it, it was absolutely mesmerizing. And she was, breathtakingly beautiful i had never seen the show until we saw it on last week i couldn't stop crying after i was one of those things where i was like i need a moment and i left the theater and then right when we got into the uber i just started crying you know how i i don't like to cry at the theater i always have to give myself a moment to get away i I was full-on bawling the entire show she she it was it was otherworldly it was you know we were um our friend Carrie went with us and we were all just laughing about it at intermission because we were just, were not prepared. Like we assumed they would be great because they are wonderful actors and singers. And you know, we were like, Oh, they'll be great. This will be such a great uh, experience. And we love the show so much. Like we're going to really enjoy it. But wow, we will, whoa, we will, whoa, whoa, we will, whoa. Like it was, it was amazing. So I think this is the last weekend that it's playing. So if you're in New Jersey this weekend and don't have anything to do, uh, Axelrod Performing Arts Center. Yeah, catch up on this week's New Jersey and then go take a trip to Axelrod PAC and see the show. It was amazing. Um, But shall we talk about the Margaret and Jennifer conversation? I'm so happy that this happened because I'm so glad they both got to express what they're feeling on their own sides and kind of come to an understanding of each other about where the other is in this argument in their own personal lives and with all the cheating and rumors that fuel both of their worlds. I think it was very telling that Jennifer basically said, the reason I didn't want to bring this up is because I don't know if we can get through this. Basically saying, I still haven't forgiven Bill for the what he's done. And by bringing it up again, I don't know if we can work through it together, which I loved mm-hmm. Marge's response. You stay with him this long. You're going to get through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it also well, I, could yeah. be the end well and i but i love that margaret like even though she's had all this problem with jen that she said like you know your marriage there's a lot of good there even though all this stuff has happened like there there you know you you have a lot going for you and for your kids my marriage was different like we were both unhappy and there was a lot that wasn't right about our marriage which is why the affair happened like but this is different you know uh so like margaret i think gave the hope gave Jen hope which I think she really needs right now Mm -hmm. and it was a great conversation I you know 
Jen, I gotta say, again, I love Jen. I really do. And this reminded me why I love her so much. But she is also so good at being a housewife because on the show because she was like well you know I mean without saying that this is what happened she basically intimated that Teresa was the one that told her to like be her steward and go find out information about Jackie and her husband last season and when Margaret Fallout said like are you telling me that Teresa did she goes oh no I can't say that I can't I can't do it I was like I love you Jen you are so good at this I'm so glad you're on the show uh but I mean no 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 shit like I'm not surprised at all of course Teresa enlisted Jen to help her with this last year yeah, I mean, that's when that line was said, I put two and two and two together, and I was like, damn, this is six. And that was some good <laughs> math right there. You're an idiot. I hate you. <laughs> but, oh, gosh. of course, Teresa was the one that sicked her little puppy dog, Jennifer, on the world. And Jennifer's trying, we know Jennifer's been trying to do everything under the sun to become Teresa's right hand woman after. You know, they weren't getting along at, in Jen's first season. And it's not shocking to me at all that she would do this. And it's not shocking to me at all that Jen would throw her under the bus like this. I think Teresa is going to be very upset at the reunion if it doesn't come out sooner that Jen has revealed this. But 100%. Which I think it might have <laughs> on these on these tightrope wires. I think it might come out a little bit sooner than we're thinking. But yeah. Yeah. It's, and you know it what? It makes I, sense. I think... You know who I think I, I I've been saying this a lot, but I think Dolores is having such a good season. I feel I like she's agree. really coming into her own as a housewife on the show. Um, so glad that her mom is doing much better and that that is is on the up and up. But I love how fair she's being, whether she's with Jen and Teresa or she's with you know Melissa and Jackie and and Margaret. She you know, she and Jack and she talked about how she and Jackie share the sentiment of wanting the group to get along and to be friends. And by doing, and the way that she does that is where no matter which group she's in, she's calling people out, you know, no Jen, but you have to understand, like you say this and do this and that's why people react or, you know, Margaret, like you have to give Jen some grace. Like this is why this is happening. And and guys just be prepared. Teresa's coming in hot today. She's very upset because of this and that, you know, she really is playing referee, but in a very, I think fair way. And I, I, I just love it. I love Dolores. She really, again, every franchise needs a solid core and I think Dolores is the core of Jersey I agree and I felt so awkward for her though when she was talking about her mother and her mother's you no know, recovering from surgery thankfully she's doing well and she was trying to figure out where her mom was going to stay and it was either going to be her her sister or David her ex-boyfriend what? wild offered but like that makes sense to me I feel it feels like they're still kind of going to be close. Like they were more friends than lovers. You know, uh-huh. he uh-huh. kind of friends, even though she was like, we're dating and he's like, we're dating. He kind of friend zoned her in the relationship. Oh, 100%. 100%. And of course her family like loves him and I'm sure he loves her family. And he's a doctor. Why wouldn't he offer his home and say, you know, she can be with me where I can monitor her and care for her. It's, it's a kind thing to do. And while I appreciate that he's doing that, I do think it's so telling though, who he really is in his personal life when he was super cold to Dolores. Like he's doing everything he can to help her and her mom, but he'll still be super cold and unfeeling and rude. Like whenever he can get a moment to her, you know what I mean? So I think, I think that she knows she made the right choice, but she's grateful for his help in this situation. A hundred percent. I agree. I Um, think that's the right way to look at it. And, 
<laughs> I think the only thing other thing I have to say is I love Teresa coming in hot, coming in with all of her merch just to schlock to everyone, but also be like, oh no, I hate you all. I'm so pissed at mm-hmm. Tracy. I'm so pissed at Margaret. I'm literally going to ruin this whole day for everyone. And I don't give a shit. I'm going to just be the worst and I'm going to throw jabs and I'm going to talk about how dumb this is. And I'm going to be just a garbage fire right now. Just enjoy. I, I again, I love her. She's backwards as anybody can be, but I love her. She's great. As do I. I really do appreciate Teresa and what she does for the show. I this I I wouldn't start a fight while on tight rope wires in this adventure park, but at the, the end of the day, it's Teresa. Who knows? Also, they were doing it blindfolded and had to guide each other. That is too much for me. That is talk about trust. I've done so many of these adventure parks. I've done them for like leadership camps in college, in high school. I've done them in Mexico for fun, like in the the jungle. I've never done something blindfolded. I'm telling you that right now. No. And again, like Teresa's going to have to realize that as long as you're in the public eye and as long as things get thrown out on social media, the women are going to have to ask and say something, especially if they're your friends to ignore it is just not normal. That's just not normal human behavior. It'd be one thing if Marge was digging all this stuff up, but she's not, it's all coming out on the internet and they're the ones getting sent all this stuff. It's different from you going out of your way to call that that bitch in Tenafly last year to figure out what happened with Jackie and her husband when there was no there there. But again, uh, Teresa, I love her. She doesn't have the, the, the wherewithal to see that distinction. And, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see. See, this was a good to be continued because there was a fight that was literally in progress when we were done with the episode. So yes. there we go. This was this good. Is, but this was good. I, I want to look back on this season. I think every episode has ended with a to be continued. I truly oh, believe every episode has been, which which makes it lose its oomph, like its little jean, jean, jean. They got it. The, the joie de vivre. They got to sparse it out. They got to really, they got to really space it out and, and parse it out and use it sparingly. Yeah. Is that everything that you wanted? No, I think we mentioned it all. And, um, I'm really glad that you're, you know, not sick. You know, I know that you are testing positive for COVID. I'm glad that you're not sick. I know that it's crazy for you being, you know, all held up in your apartment, but you're doing the work. And I think tomorrow or the next day you're going to test negative and you're going to be able to, to, to return to society. I'm putting well, it out there in the universe. New York, New York Health did tell me that I'm free to go on Saturday. Sunday. Oh, Saturday. Okay, great. So. That's great. Okay, well, good. Well, again, I think you might test positive or test negative tomorrow. I just have a good feeling. I'm putting it out there. I'm hoping. You're a soldier. <laughs> okay. I'm done with you. If you aren't already subscribed to wherever you're listening, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify, and make sure to follow us on our new Instagram, our new old Instagram. Double check and make sure you're following us and refollow if you need to. And it's what's that handle, Eddie? H O T and B R A V O D. Okay, great. Right. Feel better. <laughs> Screw you. Bye, everyone. Bye.